Hey friends, welcome to Woman-Owned Wallet, the podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Dare, a serial entrepreneur who has already made all of the money mistakes so you don't have to. Now I'm working on my money mindset, expanding my companies, and having open conversations with women around a subject that shouldn't be so taboo, money. My company, Woman-Owned Wallet, and I are determined to help you foster a more positive relationship with your wallet and help you create a life that makes you say, wow. Hello, friends. Amanda here. Welcome back to Woman-Owned Wallet, the podcast. We have our amazing friend, Melissa, our money mindset coach here for another mini-sode. And I'm really excited for this one. Thanks, Melissa, for joining us yet again. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here in season two. And I think that what we're talking about today is going to be a fabulous conversation. I completely agree. I'm just so excited because as someone who is a very visual person, it's weird because individual words can mean a lot to me. I can make them mean a lot and it can really derail me sometimes. So today I'm excited to talk about redefining the term or the word rich. And I mean, rich bitch energy over here, of course, we all love the idea of having tons of tons of fucking money in our bank accounts. Like I totally get it. But after we went through a few definitions in kind of the financial category, Melissa and I realized that Rich isn't actually the thing that we were both striving towards. So I'm going to have her go through a few definitions and then we'll talk through it a little bit more and explore these words together. So talk us through the definition of rich first. All right. So rich is defined as having a great deal of money, assets, or possessions. So it is strictly about stuff, having stuff which of course everybody likes having stuff. But one of the big problems is, first of all, if you are chasing rich, you might have trouble finding happiness. And then some people, they just have negative connotations in the back of their head of rich and their thoughts about it that they might not even be aware of can sabotage them in their attempt to quote unquote become rich. So rich is definitely all about the stuff. But then we have the word prosperous and prosperous is marked by success or economic well-being. And you note it said success or economic well-being, not economic success, because it's not about the money that you have in your bank account. It's about feelings of your success. And then economic well-being just means that you are comfortable. You can live the life that you want to live the way that you'd like to live it. And then the third one that we're going to talk about is a word that if you're like us, you're probably pretty sick of hearing because it is everywhere. And that is abundant. And abundant means existing or available in large amounts. And once you actually hear the definition for abundant and you understand that it's not just this buzzword that everyone says like, go and be abundant and great things will happen in your life. It's just a state of something existing or available in large amounts, which money is existing and available in large amounts. Even if you can't believe that about yourself, that it's not available to you in large amounts, you can definitely see that it's available to others in large amounts. So 
I'm going to hand it back over to Amanda so that she can tell us how we're going to walk through these steps and what we figured out that we believe about this process. Yeah, thanks for explaining those, Melissa, Miss Miriam Webster. Today, I'm obsessed that you did the deep dive into the dictionary <laughs> for us. And I completely agree. I am probably like you guys over, completely over the word abundant. Like, I always felt like I heard it in a way that meant I had to be abundant and not in the way that money itself is abundant and obtaining that in order to obtain that abundance of wealth that's available in the world, I had to make it mean something about myself. And as you guys know, from listening to the podcast, we're trying to detach the words and what you make money mean in order to push through those thoughts in order to just create habits that can help you become prosperous. And when Melissa was explaining these terms to me and as we were going over it and the differences, prosperous was both of our favorites. I think having economic well-being and having that just that just felt right. It felt like it fit. It felt like economic well-being is where I'm trying to stay, where I'm trying to get to. And rich really felt a little bit more excessive in a way. I feel like you were right. It is about all the money, all the assets, all of the possessions. And we even looked into wealth and wealth was just even an abundance of all of those possessions. And as someone who comes from a family of hoarders and a family of excessive, you know, spending sometimes or just having a lot of stuff around you, that's not what I'm like connecting with. You know, I just don't connect with that word because to me, it means like having all the things, but I don't really want all the things and that's not possible anyway. So Melissa and I talked a little bit about how it's important for us to actually believe and feel this term abundant first, but not about ourselves to feel it about the world in general and money in general so that we know that it's out there. We know that it's possible. That's great. Money is abundant. I don't have to be abundant necessarily. I just have to understand that about the concept of money itself. And she and I were both like, let's move towards prosperous. Let's get economic well-being versus rich. We're not excessive people. And so we really wanted to redefine the idea of being rich, you know, I feel like we all as the American dream are just like, let's get rich, you know, like capitalism has fully taken over our lives. It's in everything. But we're more about living an enriched life than having a rich life. So enriched to us is so much more important and prosperous to us is so much more important than rich itself. And I think we can have Melissa go a little bit deeper into rich and having all the things, like how can we kind of make our priorities and focus on those a little bit more? We'll have Melissa walk you through that a little bit too. So of course, everybody wants all this stuff. Like you said, it is the American dream to be rich. But a major problem with this dream of being rich is that it's kind of just that. It's a dream. It's not a fully formed plan or idea. It's just this vague thought that you desire to be rich. But if I ask you, what does that mean to you? Most people don't have a quantifiable, identifiable idea of what rich actually would mean to them. So 
of course, I want the stuff as much as the next person. Stuff is fun. But the thing that I think we have learned is number one, it is impossible to have it all. If your goal is to have all the stuff, you will never succeed, period. But then number two is if you have the ability to figure out what you do truly want, the stuff that you truly enjoy, then you can narrow your focus of wants on just those things that you truly care about. And then you can have a lot more of the stuff than you ever could if you were trying to get all the stuff. So narrowing your focus so that you can maximize your happiness and your wealth and your prosperity in the points of your life that truly matter to you instead of what other people care about. Because at the end of the day, you are trying to make your life happy and enriched and you have to go after the things that truly matter to you. I am just nodding my head, jaw dropped a little bit, thumbs upping, obsessed with everything Melissa just said. And I just want to go back to a story she was telling before we hopped on to actually record that I thought was so cute. You were explaining to your daughter, I'll let you tell the full thing, but I love the way you explained it. So I'm going to pass it back really quick because <laughs> I just love the Lamborghini story. <laughs> yeah. So my six-year-old daughter, Juliet, asked me one day if we could have a Lamborghini because that's what she calls them. And I told her no. And she said, is it because it's too expensive? And I told her that it's not a question of price, but a question of priority. Because even if I had the money that it takes sitting in a bank account that I could spend freely, I would never choose to buy a Lamborghini because they don't matter to me. And I think seeing my six-year-old desire a Lamborghini because that's what YouTubers tell you is cool. It really made me realize how we all have these same thoughts inside of us. It's not a Lamborghini to me, but we all have those things that we think that we want because other people have told us that we should. And if we take the time to really think about it, we don't even really want them. So take the time to really think about it and decide what you really want because that's where you're going to get traction. Lamborghini. I think it's so cute. I mean, I bet she wants like a pink one too, because that's the one I would want. Or maybe like yellow. I don't know. She said she wanted 20. So 20 I've got some them? work to do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she can just become a famous YouTube star, you know, and get all of her narrowed, focused Lamborghinis. And like, maybe that's the only thing she buys, you know? <laughs> and I told her, if you want 20 Lamborghinis and that's truly what you want in your life, work really hard and you can have 20 Lamborghinis. I think by the time you're old enough to drive one, that's not going to be your major motivator. But I didn't tell her that she couldn't, even though it's an astronomical amount of money to have 20 Lamborghinis. I told her, you can totally do that if it's what you really want. Absolutely. You can't be crushing her dreams at six. Like, no thanks. Listen, what great parenting, you know, as somebody who's trying to become a parent, hopefully in the next year or so, I'm just like, I'm writing all these little parenting little hacks down that you give me. I'm obsessed. But I love especially what you said about the idea of something being expensive and only if we're, you know, rich, which again, 
we're calling ourselves rich. So we're making money mean something about ourselves. So if I'm a rich person, that means that I can buy whatever I want and it's not about the price and all that. Like I said, I don't want it to mean something about myself. So if my bank account is prosperous, not myself being prosperous, but my bank accounts are prosperous, my money is prosperous, then I have a good amount of economic well-being and I can decide what is expensive to other people. And I feel like as I was growing up, I heard that term a lot. No, it's too expensive. It's too expensive. It's too expensive. And it really actually sticks with you like a lot, like realizing that. And I think the idea that you said, it's not a question of price, but a question of priority. So it's not about the price. We're not going to have this throwaway excuse of it's too expensive. It's that we are narrowing what we're interested in and what our priorities are in order to be able to afford the enriched life that we really want. And I think it was so, it was such a beautiful, you know, we love alliterations, redefine that rich. It's not about price, but priority. Like that helps you remember it. That helps you go into life and be like, it's not too expensive, but is it a priority for me? And if it's not, then it's just not. So I feel like we might need to question next, like what are those priorities? Maybe we need to explore that a little bit. And so we can maximize our happiness, as you said, and maximize that enriched life that we're like working towards. So it's so true about you saying things are too expensive, how that sticks with you. Because I definitely remember as a kid, like I didn't ask for things because they were too expensive. And I realized not all that long ago that that is completely untrue in my life. I went to college. I paid for my college. I've paid off my student loans. That was expensive but it was something that was important to me. It was a priority. My children's education, I send my kids to a private school because it is a priority to me. I have paid for coaching programs that matter to me because they are a priority, even though they were what my brain thought was quote unquote expensive. So if you take those opportunities, like we said, it's really about getting to know yourself. Take the opportunities to realize the times that you chose to spend a lot of money, even though it felt expensive, but you did it because it was a priority to you. And you'll find that there's like a lot of those that you never even considered because in your head, you were going to spend that money because it was that important. Absolutely. I really appreciate that perspective and completely agree. There are certain things that I've come to realize were not too expensive after I fully was committed to paying them and utilizing them to their full extent. I mean, even just your car, for example, $20,000 plus for a car that I've had now it's paid off. But, uh, you know, seven, eight years ago when I bought it was like, that's so expensive. Like, I don't understand, but it's obviously something you utilize all the time. And something I've like had to talk to my husband about is like, I'm like, yeah, bras are really expensive. But then I realized, Amanda, you wear a bra every fucking day of your life. And girl, do you need one with these big old boobs? So I found that it's not actually expensive. And now I buy multiples at a time to like refresh my bra wardrobe because it's something that like I want to feel comfortable in, I want to feel confident in and like matters a lot actually to me and how I feel in them. So like raising the bar from, you know, buying one at a less expensive 
place. I don't even want to use the term anymore. I don't even want to say less expensive, but like maybe a lower quality item for a higher quality item was an important switch for me over time. And even within my car, you know, like moving to from a car that like high school car to my college car to my, you know, big girl car felt very expensive of a step. But of course, it's split up over time and you have the time to pay it off and you have the time to have active gratitude towards this car gets me places. This bra holds these boobies up like it feels great. Like it's not pinching me like the other one was something like that. I'm just trying to equate it to something. You know, we use our cars every day. We use our bras every day, like most likely. send our boobs to boob jail every day. But it doesn't feel like that if you get a really good one. So yeah, just what's the priority? And is it really expensive? Or is it not a priority? To me, if you automatically think it's too expensive, the next question would be, is it a priority in my life? Is it a question of price? Or is it a question of priority? So I really like kind of going back to the very beginning of this, we can redefine rich within our lives. And instead of having this big dream, this lofty goal that literally isn't defined, like rich is just maybe more of a state of mind. (laughs) But for me, I'm more interested in an enriched life and having something that's tangible that I can experience that I have invested in and I love having in my life. To me, that's an enriched life versus having some arbitrary number in my bank account that will never feel like enough. So let's switch those out for this week and try to start thinking of those terms as we're shopping around for bras or for cars. (laughs) (laughs) or as we're, you know, investing in our lives. You know, I think that there's a lot of good ideas here and I would love to hear what you guys think. So definitely message us in our DMs on Instagram. You can definitely get a hold of us on our website. There's tons of contact pages and everything. So I'm going to wrap it up here and let Melissa tell us where we can contact her. Yes. So you can find me at melissablanfordcoaching.com on Facebook at Melissa Bland for Coaching and on Instagram at The Real MB Coaching. Beautiful. Definitely go give her a follow and message her, you know, what's your priorities in your life and what felt too expensive before, but now you realize it's just not a priority. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye. If you want to put more money into the wallets of women like we do, then check out our website, thewomanownedwallet.com. And we can't wait to continue the conversation on our social media. So definitely follow us on our Instagram at womanowned.wallet and on TikTok at womanownedwallet. You can support us by following our podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. And don't forget to leave us a review. Thank you for listening to Woman Owned Wallet, the podcast.